are Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles. Every week we bring you everything you need to know in L.A. sports. And let me tell you, now is the time to be sure you're listening every week and telling all your sports fan friends about us because we are now in the best time of year for a sports fan. The dog days of summer are over. We are back to having tons to talk about with football, baseball's heating up, basketball's on the way, hockey's on the way, soccer's still going, all that stuff. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> all but that last one I was with. <laughs> soccer's almost over. <laughs> Oh, be sure you're also following us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA. This week, we've got updates on all your favorite teams, Rams, Raiders, USC, UCLA, Dodgers, Galaxy, and anything else relevant to the greatest city on the planet. You didn't say Lakers about Andrew Bynum. What? Like we no, said. Didn't I didn't hear about, about that. Uh, wait. Oh, he's coming back. Save let's, it. Let's wait for that. Well, and Lakers. All right. Stuff. I hadn't heard. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get this started before it starts without me. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. The Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim have picked up a middle relief pitcher by the name of Ty Buttry. Oh, that's true it. story. Buttry. That's, that's it. Amazing. I thought it was buttery. <laughs> Great last name. Darren Besa. The LA Rams with the win. Let's Whoop go, Rams. Woo! Yeah. Ben Garcia. Hoop de hoo. And Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. USA 1, Mexico 0. Let's get it. USA. USA. USA! It was a meaningless uh, friendly, but still. Oh, no. Those games are never <laughs> meaningless. How yeah. dare you? Any it's going to be bad. you beat Mexico. <laughs> that's, that's like right. a preseason game, right? That's it's right. a friendly. Mm-hmm. You know, you played the, you know. Matt bunch Miazga of, was. Yeah, but still. That was awesome. That's the yeah, but still of victories. Anytime you beat Mexico. Oh, yeah. Even if it's a oh, B yeah. team, you're still happy with it. Oh, Fantastic. Yeah. Guys, it's been the first time in a long time. We months. are full strength. It's been a while, yeah. Oh, good to have feels good. you guys all here. It the whiskey's great flowing. to not prepare today. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. I'm, well played. I'm happy to be back. All I had been. to do was watch the games. That's it. <laughs> You're welcome. Oh, I love it. I love it. Hammer, how have you been? It's been, it's I been know, a while. I know. It's it's I've been on, you know, I've been busy. Corner of the galaxy duty. Yeah, you know, yeah. doing my thing how, there. How's Josh Guessman doing? He's doing well. You know, you guys do you give do, him our best. I do give him your best. Okay. Oh, you know, I make sure to mention the show, you know, every once in a while. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Give you guys your due. You're doing your job. Sure. Yeah. Good job. Sure. Spread the gospel of guys in shorts, LA. Yeah. We were only the matchmaker in your Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you yeah. guys were, you know, my uh yeah, my OK Cupid in this situation. Exactly. Right? We exactly. were Chuck Woolery. <laughs> That's who I, I was, in my head. I was like, <laughs> gosh dang it, love connection. What's his we'll name? We'll be What's back in name? two and two. <laughs> yeah, <that's right>. uh, <laughs> well, good pull, Ben. Good pull. You're welcome. Oh, oh nice. yes. Uh, well, I feel like we got to start with the biggest news of the week. Andrew and that Bynum. is Andrew, Andrew oh. Bynum. Sorry. Oh. Uh, That's not uh, the biggest. I'm news just playing, week. Jeff. Go ahead. Should we? I mean, I, I haven't heard this. Let's let's start there. And then we'll talk about Rams Raiders. What, what is this? I didn't prepare. I, I don't genuinely know what to no, no, no. You well, mentioned and, it. Andrew Bynum has hired an agent yeah. and is looking to get back into the NBA. Yeah. Get out of here. Yes. So, so the Lakers are looking, or not looking at him, but people are speculating that right now we've got JaVale McGee and a bunch of nobodies <laughs> in the center position mm-hmm. and that LeBron is going to have to play some center just because of the way the roster looks right now. So they're saying that there may be a spot on the on the Lakers roster now that they've got rid of Lou Aldang to be able to fill that with an Andrew Bynum with the expectation that maybe it works out, maybe it doesn't, but it's pretty much a wasted spot right now anyway. Yeah, and the way you look at the way the NBA is now and you think Andrew Bynum is very much an old school 
NBA yeah, center. Can't shoot a but, three. But there's a but there's a lot of PR going right now because there's shots of him in the gym just draining threes. Yeah. Uh, and when you think about Andrew Bynum, you think, oh, he's washed up. He's still only 31 years old. So it oh, sounds wow. it sounds insane. But when you have JaVale McGee and Lance Stevenson and LeBron, this team is already insane. Why not make it more insane? And, <laughs> and if they sign him to a one-year deal, you can get rid of him next year anyway. So it's not yeah. like it's, you're well, losing anything. I don't think the Lakers give longer than one-year deals. But here, here, here's <laughs> oh, the part. Except to Dang. Yeah. Here's the part that makes it newsworthy. Kobe Bryant liked the post that announced on Instagram that Andrew Bynum <laughs> oh, was really? coming back. Yeah. yeah, I'm just going to throw You're that fishing. out there. Well, if Kobe that liked it, it, then I think then he I'm just it. pulled something stretching for that. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's fishing. <laughs> wow, Andrew Bynum. I, uh, I, I mean, yeah, he hasn't played in the NBA since 2014, so it's been oh, wow. four years since he's. Well, been and, and let's be honest. Three really years before like, that, yeah. he was hurt. 2012 yeah. was really the last year that he played. <laughs> yeah, they said that in the last three years he was in the NBA, he only played 36 games. Yeah, and he was sitting on the sidelines eating popcorn. It was weird. Yeah. It was very strange. Wow. He's well-preserved. Yeah. Well, He's yeah. like wine. I mean, he ages well. Interesting. We can sign yeah. him to one year, and it doesn't cost us much. Why right. not? Guys, well, NBA season is still months away, and we opened with Lakers. <laughs> I know. I love it. I absolutely, it's great to be back, guys. It's a Laker town. Let's, let's not lie. Uh, but let's talk about the Rams and Raiders oh, game. Yeah. Week one, Monday night football. We were all hoping for a, a Rams win, and they delivered just that. Moving on. <laughs> ben, don't you want to talk about your boys, the Raiders? Yeah. How they lost look, last night? Let's, let's talk about Carr. Let's do it. How horrible did Carr look that second half? Carr looked like he didn't have grasp of his offense yet, of Gruden's offense. Did you and say grass? Because there was not grass, grass. on the field. <laughs> <laughs> they were definitely playing on a baseball field, so there was no grass. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I, th- I think there's a lot of complexity. That was ridiculous. It's, it's almost like coming to the Lakers during the Phil Jackson years and then putting somebody in and expecting them to know the, triangle, the triangle offense right away. I think there's a lot of nuance in, Gr- in Gruden's offense, and I think obviously the quarterback needs to know all of those little nuances. And, you know, with – only having one off season, this being their first year together, I think there's going to be a lot of misses, and, and that results in, in interceptions. It results in incomplete passes. You know that that one pass that that uh, that Carr made directly to the DB for the Rams. <laughs> Carr didn't even look. What, what I what I couldn't that? tell you is did was the receiver supposed to be there? Did he forget? Right, like so right. so things like that are going to happen. It, it, it is what it is. This is going to be a growing pain season, and uh, I'm not too worried about it. But that's what good defenses do. Good defense break down quarterbacks, and that's exactly what Sue and Aaron Donald and Brockers did. They broke down. <laughs> yeah, they broke down Derek Carr. Those three names. That's ridiculous. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. And I didn't even mention the two guys uh, back there in the corner. That's corners. three. Yeah. That's three first round picks, right there. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's right. Isn't wow, that amazing, Mr. Wilson? Knowing your stuff. Oh, nice. hey, what what nice. numbers do they wear? <laughs> no clue. No clue. <laughs> <laughs> Music playoff. Oh, I'm just playing. Uh, that was good. It was that a was rough good. week. It was a rough that was week. Good. Oh, poor Ben. <laughs> well, we hate to we hate to make you you know we hate to kick you while you're down. Yeah. No. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. No, we don't. <laughs> don't. Let's we keep talking about the Rams. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> so the Rams. It started rocky in the first half, uh, but then Sean McVay did his thing, made the tweaks, made the adjustments, came out and just dominated the second half yeah. which yeah. i feel like that was one of my favorite takeaways from 
from the entire thing is, you know, when you come out in the second half and make those adjustments, that's the sign of coaching that just knows what they're doing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I love it. Yeah. I love that Sean McVay on offense is is dialed in. When it's defense, he's over talking to Jared Goff or Todd Gurley and Wade Phillips is is handling things like he he doesn't need to have his hand in all the pots because he just lets his coaches do their thing and, and and that's what the Rams organization does I mean McVay covers offense obviously you have Wade Phillips what four years yeah. or four decades now of experience in the NFL yeah head coaching defensive coordinator yeah, he, he knows it all around yeah, yeah. You, John Fossil is still still there with special teams that's what good good coaching does when this team is down and out they're going to go ahead and pick it up in the locker room yeah they come back out for the third quarter and they just went ahead and dominated you have 20 what 23 unanswered points by the rams right there so i think goff looked very well overall i think todd Gurley looked very well brandon cooks he contributed although he didn't get any touchdowns yeah cooper cup yeah but that's I mean, they're, that's they're still come all there they, yeah. yeah it's going to take some time to go ahead and jive but for what we saw for game one i'm excited for what this season has to Ooh. offer yeah. And yeah. we mentioned it on the Rams House podcast. If you oh, want to check yes. that out. Oh, yes, check but, it out. Yeah. You know, with, with the Rams resting their starters in the preseason, this was really their preseason game. Yeah. So to yeah. win their pre their opening game by twenty points when it really was like a scrimmage or a practice, yep. that's a good sign. This team is just heating up. And once they start firing on all cylinders, once you see Cooks uh, you know, going for the deep ball and Goff starting to connect uh with, you know, Woods and Cup and mm-hmm. it, they're going to be scary. And that's not even mentioning the defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, can, can, we, can we talk about something that wasn't brought up in the Rams podcast? Always. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's talk about our kickers. Yeah, oh, the kickers! Oh, I'm just, I'm, you know what? You know what? Uh, Hecker? Oh, gosh. I mean, Come he on. nailed one of those punts. He's a I mean, treasure. The, the guy, he I don't know treasure. who it was from the Raiders that was thought he was, you know, in the right position. He had to sprint yeah. like 20 yards back. back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going Poor over Ben. Punter updates. <laughs> Poor Ben. That's right. We're talking about punters. That's right. That's right. <laughs> That's how deep this Rams team is. He's amazing. And, Remember? And Zerline. I mean, he, he missed a field goal, <laughs> but then he made up for it. It was a 50-yard, yes. 50 50-yard. 50 yeah, but you know what? It, it's hard to kick a he field goal when you're off on second dirt. base. Yeah. 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 You know that music means you're stop. You're kicking from second base. <laughs> you are gonna... relentless, Ben. I love it. <laughs> no sore losers here. I love it when Ben Poor is down ben. and out. Poor Ben. It's killing me. Yeah. It's okay. At least you still have Khalil Mack. Oh. oh. Moving Awkward. Awkward. That's a great note to end it on. Good. Good stuff. Oh, good Gosh dang it. Rams play Arizona this week at home at the Coliseum. That'll be an exciting one. It's the Rams are 2-0. and Already. Already. You can take that to the bank. We talk much more in depth about the Rams, but you got to go to the Rams House podcast for that. So that's a completely separate podcast for those who don't already know the routine. Totally different host. Totally too. different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. Yeah. No. Or, Sorry. Well, maybe. Sorry. Or it's hosted yeah. by Cooper Ish. Cup and Farrell Cooper. Yeah. Coop and Coop. <laughs> Cup and Coop. That's, Coop. and Coop. They really should do a podcast. They really the name's should. there. Yeah. They really should. Uh, <laughs> All right, Ben, now you can I play love the music. Ben, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't work, obviously. We, we were at full strength, but Ben just left. <laughs> and I really can't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> Don't blame him at all. How about uh, how about we talk about something that Ben will want to talk about, and that's USC football. Woo! 
Or do oh, you? Actually, no, yeah. I don't Not think Ben's going to over that wait also. No, let's let Eric do the update, and <laughs> yeah. I'll do the color commentary. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> perfect. So, it's good to be back. Not Great good. to have you back. Not good to talk about USC football. Ouch. Uh, yeah. Opening week. I'm going to pour myself some more whiskey, you know, ben, if you don't mind. Yeah. Ben did pour an excellent job filling you guys in with the opening week uh, blowout versus UNLV, uh, and that was really... A warm-up game. That was USC's preseason game because UNLV, not exactly a football powerhouse. Uh, JT Daniels, you know, even though he's a f- true freshman quarterback, he looked good. So this was going to be a real test. They were going against a top 10 uh, Stanford Cardinal team, and we we're going to see where this USC team really was. And it turns out that they are a team that puts up three points against top, a top Ugh. 10 caliber team. So they went down to Stanford wow. and lost 17-3. to uh, The defense uh, is going to be the only high point. The uh, defense played well. The defense, I thought, played well. When you can hold uh, a top 10 team to 17 points yeah. – that I don't know that you can ask for much more away from home. Absolutely. And and when you look at Bryce Love is is the star of the Stanford team. And, and they had him contained and, outside of like two or three say, times. You, you, to say a guy who had a 136-yard performance was contained is crazy, but that was really on, yeah, I, I believe it was three plays yeah. that he gained the majority of those yards. Yeah. So uh, even though he had 136 total yards, it was really only you know three or four plays where he picked up you know, a 46-yard chunk and some large chunks here. Right. But for the most part, they were able to contain him. Yep. So I think the defense, if you're going to take away a positive, is this, this defense has it together. Uh, but unfortunately, your defense isn't the only part of the team that has to play yeah. uh you need your offense to step up and and jt daniels looked like a, a true freshman uh they they didn't lean on their running backs like they had in the beginning uh cedric Ware, uh you know he had 65 yards Stephen carr had 52 yards so that's not nearly good enough even though it's it's a combined uh when you combine your running backs, you're over 100, but it's still not going to be good enough. You need one of those guys uh, to step their game up. The wide receivers, they had they had too many incomplete passes. You know, they were dropping balls. What are and, some of the wide receivers on on <laughs> USC? <laughs> so that'd be Tyler Vaughn's, Tyler Pettit. I, no, I, I, I don't know. No, no. no. Uh, you're looking for Amon Ross St. Brown. There it is. Oh, yep. So Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, Stanford shut him down. I think. After you saw week one, JT Daniels definitely favored Amon Ra, and that's because they have their high school connection. So they they took him out of the game, and they relied on uh, Daniels making connections with the other receivers, yeah. which the chemistry was not there. Um, so chemistry wasn't there with your quarterback, with your wide receivers. The running backs couldn't get it going. Uh, so what does that fall on? A lot of people are putting this this loss on Clay Helton. Yeah. It, um, I, I, was, I think it comes down to coaching. Because if you know you have a true freshman quarterback going into Stanford, which is a difficult place to play, and they have an excellent program, some top talent teams, and you're putting it in your quarterback's hands that many times, you need to come up with a scheme that's going to favor the run and try to protect your quarterback and not open him up for so many errors. And to that point, there was there was two series. The, the first series the when fumble. they get when they get the ball, their first three plays were run plays, and they easily got a first down. They were averaging four yards a carry. The next three plays were pass plays, three and out. Hmm. You know, and then there was later on in the they had a sustained drive. I don't remember. I think it was in the second quarter. There was out of a ten play set, eight plays were run, and they were advancing, getting first downs. The other two plays were passed; they were incomplete passes. Yet, you know, they saw that the run was working. And when you have a college team, you can rely more on the running than you can in the NFL. And you know, I felt like we are tailback. You USC has always been a run first team, 
And it seems like these last couple of years, and, and this goes back to before Clay Helton, this goes to the Lane Kiffin years, this goes to the Steve Sarkeesian years. And and it's it to me it all goes back to Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly, I think, was the first <laughs> How one. How did it go back to Chip Kelly? <laughs> <laughs> because Chip Kelly was, I think, the first one that that embraced a, a quarterback passing fifty times. Okay. You know, and so that it, it was in the mid two thousands, Oregon was kind of doing it and and then other teams started to catch on and and so that's kind of where college football went. And I think that's where Lane and Steve Sarkeesian and and they were, were starting to head. And and one of the things that I liked about Clay Helton when he first became the USC coach was that he was going run first again. And that's what I was excited about. And so now you here we are with a uh, a red shirt, no, no, I'm sorry, not a red shirt, a true, true freshman. freshman who actually should be a senior in high school this year, graduated early to go to USC. And we're sitting here and we're letting him throw 32 times a game wow. against a top 10 team yeah. away in his second start. Not smart. Yeah, that does seem kind you of You know, crazy. and if you look at the at the yardage from the running backs, like to me, that's a horrible game plan. So either T. Martin needs to get fired or I think that, uh, that Clay Helton needs to be fired for allowing T. Martin to do something like that. That's ridiculous. And hopefully this is something where they learn from it uh, because calling for heads on game two is, is tricky, but they – but this this, this falls, isn't, this isn't game fall, two. This is this is a continuation you, of what you, we've seen these last couple and, of years. And you do need to protect you need to protect your quarterback yeah. in this situation. And Cedric Ware and Stephen Carr, they're they're supposed to be kind of the thunder and lightning. If you're going to go back to your compare them to you know your Reggie Bush and your Lindale White, yeah. And and you need them to make plays. And the scheme needs to be there with T. Martin. And as much as T. Martin is uh, touted as a you know a quarterbacks guy and developing quarterbacks and getting the talent out of there, um, we're we're kind of finding out even with the struggles that we had with Sam Darnold, how much Sam Darnold kind of bailed them out as opposed to how much of it was scheme. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see where it goes with this. I think this one, um, you maybe couldn't expect a win against Stanford. That's a tough game to go and expect to win, but to score three points, this was the, the lowest, the lowest score for a USC team since 1997. Oh wow! So you know, wow. I, my my brother actually—that's when he started going to USC. So when I started going to USC games, is when they were awful. So this was the USC that I initially started following. <laughs> but I don't like this. I don't want to go back to yeah, that. Yeah. Uh, so next week they have Texas, and this is going to be another tough game. Yeah. They're going away to Texas, which oh, wow. last season uh, it was probably the game of the season, even though it was early in the season. Yep. Uh, you know, USC and Texas shooting out. We have uh, Tom Herman, who was the former uh, Houston, Houston coach. Houston coach. You know, he's going to be looking for revenge. Uh, this is going to be a big game. And again, uh, JT Daniels is going to have to go into a hostile environment and hopefully and, and Clay, play against NFL caliber yeah, players. And hopefully, uh, Clay Helton and T. Martin learned their lesson and they're going to try to develop some schemes to get to run the ball a little bit more and maybe. Uh, you know, run some packages where he could be more successful, some easier passes and some situations where JT Daniels can be successful because uh, they did risk it on a fourth down and they ended up fumbling and it led to a score. And so that's bad for uh, a young quarterback's confidence. So they just need to do their best to protect them. Yeah. So down down times for USC, but they're one and one. Well, it's not awful. It's not awful. And to piggyback on that, I think it's also down times for just the Pac-12. So Stanford traditionally over the last 10 years has been the team to contend for the North championship and USC is the most talent packed team in the South. So this should have been a preview of what potentially we would see in the PAC 12 championship and neither team to me lived up to a billing. Oh, wow. You know, I don't, I don't think that Stanford's offense played well enough to be a nationally renowned team. Now we haven't seen Washington play. There's probably the, the supposedly the best team in the North right now. Mm-hmm. 
But the downside to Washington is that if they're playing against diluted talent in the Pac-12, they're not even if they win out, they're not going to have enough yep. of a resume to contend for that Final Four position. So I think that we're already looking right now as we start this season of being left out of the Final Four again this year. And to bring it back to Chip Kelly, that was the knock on Oregon. When Oregon was dominating the Pac-12, they'd go and they played Auburn and they'd go play Alabama and they'd get their brakes beat off them because because of the – they didn't play against those type of teams in the Pac-12. So I hate to agree with Ben now that I'm back. I agree with Ben. I want to congratulate you guys for getting through a – USC update without bringing up sanctions. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Sanctions. Ben, ben you, said we're sanctions done. are yeah. done. We can't. Sanctions are done. Yet he still spent five minutes last week. <laughs> because we need to adjust. The team sanctions. needs to adjust to what it's like not having sanctions. Oh, that's going to take five. That's going to take five or six years to figure yeah. that out. And they ruined it. Before we move on, <laughs> as long as it's USC talk, we should give you a second. Do you have any? Uh, did you catch? Your your boy Sam Darnold in his oh, NFL debut. My son, my illegitimate son, <laughs> yeah. Sam Darnold. His first pass was a pick six. It was a the touchdown. Other direction. It was a touchdown. It was a touchdown yeah. pass. <laughs> the was. other direction. Uh, <laughs> was you hear, goal? Did you hear? There's only three NFL quarterbacks that have ever done that. I don't remember who. No, oh no, USC it's, quarterbacks. It's James <laughs> no, James no. Winston's one of them. Okay, not the other one, Brett Favre. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. see. Well, and and. That's a great comparison because yeah. the comparison he's to Sam Darnold uh, at USC was that he's a Brett Favre type. He's going to throw it out there. He's going to throw his picks, yeah. but he's going to wow you. And that's what he did. He threw he threw some picks, but he showed why he's the starter. And he showed that you know he's been being groomed to be an NFL quarterback his whole life. So as a USC fan and a supporter of Sam Darnold, even with uh, you know as much as it broke our heart, and I felt like he he could have stayed another year at USC. At UC, yeah, he, he's ready. He's ready to be an NFL quarterback. I know it's week one. We don't want to overreact, but it seems like he has the talent to survive. And I, I wish him the best because we know USC quarterbacks Carson Palmer. Uh, is he still alive? Is he still playing? Or did he uh, hang him up? No, he, but he but the up, fact yeah. that he he was probably the first wave of this new generation of yeah. USC to to really be successful, and he was the last one to make it out. So to get a new crop and a new guy in there who's going to represent USC, yeah. I think that's a good thing, and I'm happy for Sam Darnold. All right. Good, My son. Good, good stuff. Good thing he didn't go to the Browns. <laughs> good thing he didn't go to the Browns is correct. <laughs> right. Uh, Ben, you got a UCLA update? You know, I, uh, re- I record, I don't <laughs> <laughs> see what happens. No, no prep. No. So I, no, I recorded. You the knew UCLA Eric game. was going to be here. No, I, I watched, <laughs> I watched the USC game and recorded the UCLA game so that I could watch it later. Okay. But prior to watching it, I looked the score up and I said, I'm not going to watch that. <laughs> <laughs> what was the score? Uh, it, Hold on. It was. You forgot that. I don't remember, but I, I, I do it was have bad, it up. right? I do have uh, it up. It was a, lot, a little. They get beast worse than the Raiders got beat by the Raiders. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> wow. It was forty-nine to twenty-one. Oh, oh wow. wow. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's, that's not that's good, right? Pretty bad. And and I mean, it, I think at one point it was thirty-five to seven, and yeah. it was just one of the like they scored two touchdowns in garbage time. It didn't really matter. Oh. You know, so you know, Oklahoma is a, is a top five team yeah, right five, now, yeah. and yeah. you know, it's obvious that they're not going to contend at that level. But this was not a Pac-12 game, so this could serve them well. It can serve them where they've got a lot of game film. 
know what it's like to play a top five team. And it's obvious right now the Pac-12 is diluted. So if they can learn some things, maybe they can come in and make some noise. I don't know. But the score and is not indicative of a team that's willing, wow. that's ready to compete at mm-hmm. the highest level. Can right you now. guys believe the rainbows and butterflies tendering a 49 to 21 loss? <laughs> and say, this is, this is great for UCLA. They're going to figure it out. Playing top. You guys got spanked, man. He, he'd be loving him some chip Kelly. I'm not protecting myself. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. We, to, I'm ready pointed, to love again. We pointed that out last week is Ben. Ben's not protecting himself with UCLA. So that means his heart truly is. I've with heard USC. that about Ben. I heard he doesn't use protection. Yeah. He, no, <laughs> no need to. Oh no. There's so many little Ben's running around out there. I'm not sure. Of that. No, there's not. Or the fact that there's we don't two. need any more. <laughs> Legally speaking, I have to Legal, say no. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Let's talk some baseball. Shall baseball. we? Baseball's heating up. Well, not if you're an Angel fan, but uh, or a Dodgers actually, fan right wait. now. You know what? Real quick, it's kind of lukewarm. You got an Angels because, update. How's Andrew gonna, Bynum doing? We're gonna give the uh, <laughs> Dodger. We'll give you guys all the talk here, but real quick before we do, I just want to say, I'm pretty sure this is a Victor Costello conspiracy theory. Nice, but I don't think you even need a tinfoil hat for that. This one, I think you can take it to the bank that Sosha is hanging it up after this season. Why do you say that? Huh. Because I was watching the game, and Third the one Angels all are doing. <laughs> what number does Social wear? <laughs> good, 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 good question. I don't know. He wears the jacket. He to be doesn't fair. wear yeah. a number. He Do you know what his number. nickname was I when he was he a player? A the Big Sosh. <laughs> Iron Mike Sosha. Iron Mike Sosha. Iron Mike. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I think he's out because last game of the season. Uh, sorry, second to the last game of the season is Mike Sosha bobblehead night. Oh, oh. So, and wow. I don't think a little bit. I don't think that that was initially on the schedule. I don't think that was initially a giveaway. Mike oh, Sosha wears number fourteen. Yeah, number folks. fourteen. Yeah, but you can never see it. He's wearing a jacket all the time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but so Sosha bobblehead night. I feel like. You're giving a social bobblehead the the like second to the last game of the season. I think he'll announce it like leading up to the very end. And, Interesting. And he'll like give it. him kind of a, a last send off. Last hoorah. He doesn't wait, want to make a big deal of it. You know, in, in these last months, he just want to make something at the very end. I think mm, we'll hear Interesting. It. That's, you my, know, that's my Victor Costello conspiracy theory. I, I'd agree with that. I don't think social needs to come back. Actually, I don't think. <laughs> A lot of the coaches necessarily need to come back for the Angels. Some of the players don't need to come back. <laughs> I, I don't know necessarily about the players, but uh, I Make did have pool holster manager. Some of the I, vendors, I, I, <laughs> you're still paying them. Do something with them. Yeah, you're right. I actually did have a question for Mr. Rainbows and Butterflies Wilson. Oh, uh, so last week uh, Billy Epler was asked what the plans are for Mike Trout, and Billy Epler flat out said that he has no intention of trading Mike Trout. Now. It's my opinion and kind of floating around right now in rumors is that Mike Trout is going to go ahead and get a offer sometime this offseason. And that off and that offer is looking around 10 years at $320 million. I would turn it down if I was him. Now I I, I know your stance, Ben. No, no, not the no, not the Angels. I if I was Trout, Trout. I would turn that down. <laughs> I I I you still think you can make more? I still understand. I wow. Anyways, but Wilson, that's a lot of money. Three hundred twenty million. Yeah, yeah. three hundred twenty million dollars. Ten years. Don't Ugh. forget, Albert Pujols is what still owed around eighty-seven million dollars, 
and he just had surgery a few weeks ago. And and by the way, we're that getting for to the cataract. years where we're really paying him too. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. that contract is a backloaded back deal. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. I think, I think we buy out Pujols' contract. We pull a uh, Luol Deng. Luol Deng, yeah. Buy it out, and then, uh, yeah, then we pay Trout. But doesn't okay? Artie Moreno's got deep pockets. Here's my question though: If they do do something like that, to me that that reeks of we've got to keep Trout no matter what. It's not we've got to win a World Series no matter what. Yeah, but it, I agree. Isn't he right? the key but, to uh, a but, World Series though? No, I no. don't think so. Well, I think he, he can. He's like, he can be. Start to that. He can be. But he that move, be, but that move a, says right. Mike Trout is exactly. more important than a World Series. Yeah. Which, which, and I don't know if I'm uh, speaking out of school. I think. Angel fans would be happy with that in general. Probably not Darren, probably not Jeff, but I think the average fan would rather have Trout for 10 more years and have uh, someone to go yeah. to the stadium and to go Let and me. to cheer for and to, you know, so he's going to be our guy. He's an angel. Let's support this guy than to have a team win a World Series. I think some people might value that more than let's no. then winning yeah. one winning one next year and then Trout is gone. So so we were watching an Angel game today. And you guys are 15 games out of anything. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Yeah, I it, can't believe we've spent more than 30 seconds. Why are we even on? There but was nobody you. in the stands with Trout it. playing. So my point is, is if you pay him $40 million a season just to have Trout there for 10 years and you guys aren't competing, nobody's going to go show yeah, but up. You were watch. watching the game at the very end. When, uh, <laughs> at the very end, when the, when the, wait, when wait, the singer wait. was singing the anthem. Hold on, hold on. No, the very end of a game that they had a no hitter going through seven and, and <laughs> at home, at home, a no hitter through seven innings, and the Angels were winning by one run. It's one to zero. Everybody left after that first hit. <laughs> it's a school night. And Vic, it was, it was full. It was full before the that. Fifty-seven but was busy. But tree, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bobblehead night, guys. Come on, that's why it's not full. So Wilson says it. Sosha's out of here. Sosha's out. Sosha's out of here. We're gonna pay Trout. It doesn't matter what we're saying. They just, it empty? they just showed you. Yeah, the, yeah, look right there. the game is empty. <laughs> there's nobody uh, there. That's befo- there's there's traffic. Batting, that's is, before the game starts. There's no traffic to, to Anaheim Stadium. There's not Dodgers Stadium. But there's still traffic. No. Well, no. 4,000 people in the stands. Angel fans have jobs, all right? They work until 5 o'clock. Oh, wow. Wow, we have family. To I'm not out saying of. That, nice, I wasn't nice saying try. I wasn't. Nice that wasn't a dig at anyone else. There was I'm just saying angel there. fans. There was insinuation. There. No, no insinuation whatsoever. I'd like to resign. Moving on, man. That was a lot of angels talk. Thank you for that. Okay, Dodgers. Uh, Vic, you take the floor. Yeah, you know what? It's getting down to crunch time. Uh, it's going to be an exciting next few weeks. Um, as of right now, they're well. I think they're a game and a half behind Colorado. Colorado was losing to the to the to the Diamondbacks in the ninth inning. So a game and a half. Here's my thing: is okay. So they they take two out of three from Arizona, and then they play the lowly Mets, right? The Mets who yeah. would probably lose to St. John Bosco High School <laughs> baseball team, right? And they lose two of three. Then they come back and they Colorado's in first place now when they when they face Colorado and they beat Colorado in Colorado, in Colorado yeah. two games out of three and you're like okay we're back like we're, we're we're back in this thing let's go and then they play the Cincinnati Reds who would lose to St Joseph softball team <laughs> and wow. to be fair in softball no, no offense to in the ladies so- <laughs> they've lost two in a row. And I don't, I don't. It's it's a Jekyll and Hyde type, and I don't, I don't know if it's a, uh, 
a thing where this team is like, okay, we can take it easy now. Like they get up for the big games, but then when they play the low life teams, uh, like they're paying to, the, that's playing they're to doing, their competition. That, that, that's going to be a problem. You know, yeah. especially, I mean? especially when you're you're not holding down first. I right. don't I don't see the same killer instinct right. that I saw last season. Right. And I think the danger and what you're describing is the difference between the AL and the NL because I think there's not a team in the National League that I think the Dodgers are necessarily going to. You know, they're going to be tough games once you get into the playoffs. But I think the Dodgers have the ability and the talent to make a World Series to get through their side. But once you get to the other side, the way the Red Sox are playing, the way the Astros, the Astros are the Astros. I, I don't know that they're a World Series winning team. And so that's a, I don't see the same killer instinct. I think last year uh, you saw it. I felt like that is a World Series winning caliber team and they were they were right there. I don't I, I just don't see them them beating up on other teams and they don't have that distance to take those Cincinnati games off and to take right. those they they don't have the the luxury to do that and I'm not seeing them what, put it away when they can. What happened? Is it a mentality thing cuz I mean what you're saying there is this. What happened is baseball yeah, it's a hundred and ninety. How many long games? season? Yeah. I mean, the the Red Sox are already in the playoffs this year. They're at ninety nine wins. I mean, they weren't that team last year. Do you know what I mean? So uh, it's just baseball. It's just the nature of the beast. If you look at the ch- at the champions uh, that have been going on for the past ten years, it's constantly changing. Yeah. So um, are there's just it's not. It's you not guys basketball. have had injuries. Certain players just not yeah, uh, playing as well as last season. Well, Justin Turner has turned it on. He was actually Player of the Month in August, and he was he tore it up against uh, Colorado. So he's actually turned it around. Uh, Machado and both Dozier haven't. Uh, been the players that they were prior the hun- to the honeymoon to the- is over a little bit. Yeah, mm. yeah. So those guys, those two guys need to pick it up. Isn't and- Dozier batting like one fifty or something yeah. right now? Yeah, yeah. He Ooh. started on fire when he first came to the Dodgers, but then he's he's tailed off uh, a lot since then. And uh, what we've talked about all season long is the you know the bullpen. Mm. Um, although they've been doing okay recently, um, it's still it's still a worry. Yeah, is but Jensen still get us look- in that playoffs, and I guarantee you, we're in the World Series. Is Jensen still oh. doing surgery? Is that what I... Uh, Off-season, they're talking off-season. about. Okay. He's just yeah. not making the trip to Colorado. To Colorado. Got it. Yeah. Apparently, and I, I didn't know this last week, but he they they specifically pulled him from the Colorado series because the two times that he's had incidents with the irregular heartbeat yeah. were in Colorado. Yeah. Oh. So and, the whole road trip. So they're that, dealing, that means right. Colorado plus the other games around it. Yeah, yeah so they, they were thinking that maybe it had something to do with altitude, so they Which just proactively took him out. Or all the weed. <laughs> it's legal here too. I was going to say it's not very different in California. So <laughs> They've had a jump start on us. I think he's Dang been that. to Yasiel Puig's house, so you know maybe he has something to say about that. So uh, panic level same, same elevated. We're, we, no? we st- we're still playing the. We still have a series against the the Diamondbacks and a series against the Rockies. So. You know the one that concerns me is the four game set against St. Louis. We, well, yeah, we, we, I mean, it's not yeah, division PTSD rivals. against St. Louis, St. Louis yeah. <laughs> for my entire lifetime has had our number when those games count. And so if, you know, we miss the playoffs by one game, it's because, you know, St. Louis somehow figured out a way to win three or four. And so that four game set really concerns well, and, me. And mm. St. Louis is playing well right now. The, yeah. What also scares me is we still got series, I think two series against the Giants, either one or two. I'm, I'm, those are just never fun. Yeah. And those, yeah. <laughs> the Giants are going to come out and try to ruin our season. It doesn't matter of course. how bad you know, the Giants that, are. Yeah. yeah. So that kind of scares me too. The hated Giants. The hated Get Giants. it right. The, the Giants. See, Jeff, I'm an angel <laughs> fan, and I know that. Isn't it great that the three guys in here are just sweating? Yeah, and we're, we're already worried and, about yeah. football no. season. Oh, yeah. I'm angel not sweating. Season is yeah. over with. I, I have come to terms with the fact they ain't making the playoffs this year. 
<laughs> I'm not, not making a playoffs. Wow. Ben's yeah. not even That's pretending a... to protect himself anymore. Yeah. Yeah. He's just written it off. Yeah. He's got the shields up. I actually stopped watching. What are you? Well, I did. You were watching before. No, right? I was. He got was Spectrum. So no, 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 ask... no. I've been watching off of Reddit. Oh, see, there you go. Perfect. Yeah. Well done. So you're. That's you're, illegal. I'm you're writing you. off the Dodgers. Your uh, Raiders are, you've said, kind of a rebuilding season. Not happy with USC. UCLA. What, what are you most oh, excited about? LeBron is coming to Lakers. the Lakers. That's yeah. right. He's wearing his it big is baller. Right. You know, yeah, your big baller shirt. And and you know, be prepared. I think the Lakers are going to be twenty and twenty to start the season, or twenty one and nineteen, or nineteen and twenty one. It's going to be very similar to the Heat. But I think that that team is going to be interesting. And and right now the Dodgers to me are not interesting. They they <laughs> they frustrate me more than anything. They do. I think the the Raiders. It's going to be a work in progress, and I'm interested because I want to see how this Gruden Car thing works. I want to see how they morph from game one to game 16. So, yeah, you know, the only team teams that I'm down on right now are the Dodgers and USC. I, I don't like the coaching at USC, and I just don't think that the Dodgers have that mentality this year to win it. You always have the Rams. I was uh, fuck the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> I was How hoping. I was. Awesome. I was trying to set you up for a perfect segue into Galaxy Talk. I thought you were going to say the Galaxy, oh, the Galaxy. Or, or what yeah. you're excited you know, about. To be honest with you, without Eric being here all summer, like I haven't been fed up with soccer. So <laughs> I'm oh. not necessarily dreading this update. Oh, I mean, it's obviously wow. not something that I like. You're but, in for a treat. But you I'm know, catering hey, this update to you. Let's roll. Oh. Let's do it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, hammer. You're back with a Galaxy Are you ready? update. How exciting. Are you guys ready? The so appetite, ready. Wait, wait, wait. The appetite has been whetted. Absolutely. Wow. So uh, since we last spoke, it's when been a while. When? Yeah, it's it been, a while. been a while. Zlatan was doing Zlatan things. Yes. Galaxy were looking on the up and up, and things have taken a turn. Uh, oh. Things have taken a turn. Uh -oh. Hammers on the downswing. Hammers on the downswing. Uh, LA Galaxy losses and ties. Uh, losses in games where they could have tied, ties in games where they should have won, have really come back to bite them. Uh, you know, I created a, a, a little meme for our, our GIS soccer page, RIP uh, GIS soccer show. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> there have been 11 games where the Galaxy or could have gotten points and they didn't get points. And the difference of those 11 games and the points they could have got them is the difference between being in first or second place in the Western Conference to where they are now, which is eighth place, which is out, oh. of, a, out of a playoff mm -hmm. spot. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Six games left in the season. There's that many teams in MLS? <laughs> yes, there are. Oh. There's 12 teams in the West, <laughs> top six. That. Half the teams make the playoffs in the Western Conference. Um, oh, wow. And they're three points out of a playoff spot, which you think, oh, well, one win is worth three points. If they get one win, they're right back in there. But they are – they have played one or two games more than the teams that they are behind. So the other teams have games in hand. So when you talk about like one and a half games, when the Dodgers are behind, uh, you know, the Rockies, it's because the Rockies have played fewer games. So the Rockies gotcha. can increase that lead. The teams that the galaxy are behind, they can't catch those teams in terms of games played. So they are now relying on other teams making mistakes. So things are really not looking good uh -oh. uh, for the galaxy. They lost five zero away oh, in Seattle. Wow. Five they zero. Uh, were able to salvage a tie against LAFC uh, with Zlatan scoring a video review goal, which, you know, Ben would have loved. A tie and then a goal that was only rewarded after uh, a video review. Oh, <laughs> All of my right favorite up Ben's things. alley. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and then they went. Seafood and Chinese oh. food. <laughs> <laughs> then they went hey, away to food? Salt Lake City, Utah, <laughs> and they lost six to two. Another absolute spanking oh. of a game, and they're really not looking good. And this week, the big news, Siggy Schmidt has resigned 
from really? his post. Really? He was coach. fired or he, re- he, he resigned? He resigned, and that's where it gets really oh, yeah, interesting. So there's, Bruce Arena's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> there's only there's six games left. Or in is the, it Kurt Denolfo? <laughs> six games left in the season, and he resigned. So why not just write it out? Yeah. Uh, you would think – you know, well, Siggy's going to come back. What? What? So it makes you think there must be some type of turmoil going Zlatan on. Zlatan forced him out because he's bringing in his own coach. <laughs> and so that's a rumor is that uh-huh. Zlatan maybe was wow. not happy. Play, there are lots of rumors that players were not happy with what was going on. Uh, the front office, the way this team was constructed, um, you know, that's a rumor than how they're looking for someone else to blame, to point the finger elsewhere. So things are just not good for the LA Galaxy right now. Yeah, so here's how many how many uh, coaches have the Galaxy had in the past four years? Well, since Bruce Arena, it's two coaches, but they fired two coaches in two years, which right. is not good. And so, that goes back to the front office because they hired these people. Well, so I don't think it's a question at all of something going on inside of the galaxy. I think it's all laid out right it's there, there for you. That's right there's there no for you. question that there's it's not the coaches. You can't go through this many coaches and keep blaming coaches, right? Mm. Something mm. else is going on and it's and, you know, in a few years it's all going to come out, you know, in the wash, but I, I guarantee you something's going on behind the scenes. There's no question yeah. about it. So so to cater to Ben because you know I don't know how many people listen to the show, but I know Ben's listening. Yeah. So to make this interesting to <laughs> barely, Ben. Just uh, barely. The LA Galaxy are like Bachelor in Paradise. Oh, here we go. Oh. So, <laughs> you guys, full I'm attention. In. The LA Galaxy are- Who's Colton are, and who's Tia? The LA <laughs> oh, Galaxy God. are Colton. And, okay. and Siggy Schmidt is Tia. Uh, you so know, Tia for, really for wants the, Colt. Okay. For those of you who are, for, for, for those yeah. of you who are for our listeners, and that's all Colton, our listeners. Hopefully, hey Colton, <laughs> shut up. Here we go. Hammer is going to bring it home here. All you fools that don't watch, shut up. This it. is between the two of us. Go ahead. So Colton Give dated some content. prior to the Bachelor. Colton dated Tia and then broke up with her to go on the Bachelor, which was Becca's season. Okay, right. I'm, uh, I'm so, with you so, so far. So he dumped this girl to go on the season. He got rejected by Becca. Okay. Then went on Bachelor in Paradise, got back together where he sex. reconnected right. with Tia. Yes. So oh. the Galaxy. They need a Punnett Square for this. Previous, and they have they have a history with Siggy Schmidt. This is wonderful. And, I'm and so yeah. and so you know they dumped Siggy Schmidt and they've moved on since him. They got rejected by Kurt Anolfo. They had their struggles. They yeah. had their hearts broken. Yeah. Worst season in their history. Right. And then they reconnected with Siggy. Right. And the fans, they talked themselves Ooh. into it. They said, you know, Siggy yeah. could be the guy. He's going to get it done. Uh-huh. Much like Colton talked himself into it and said, Tia, yeah. you know, I'm wow. going to, I, I want to explore other <laughs> yeah. people, but it's I'm going to make this work for you. Is he also pretending to be a virgin? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> this conversation is between the two of us. Hey, oh, look at you. That was that. Yeah, well, standing up. Ben, ben, standing up. say that. Thank you, Ben. Because uh, I didn't know. That. I mean, I knew that, but I didn't know that. Know that? Uh, Jeff knew that without having to have anybody prompt him on that. Jeff, I'm, I'm so disappointed. I Right now. As you should be, as I am uh, in myself. So, I, uh, yeah. So ultimately, yes. the spark just wasn't there for Colton, and oh he gosh. couldn't make it work with Tia. And ultimately, Siggy, it, right? as much as okay, we, the Galaxy fans, wanted to make believe and pretend that Siggy was going to be the guy, the deep guy. down we knew he's not really the guy. <laughs> and the, so this is where yes. it's mixed emotions because Pretty I am happy that Siggy's gone, but at the same time, um, he's well, he's not the one to blame. So I think a lot of other Heads need to roll, and we're going to see what happens in this offseason. Their uh, coach that's stepping in as the interim coach, 
uh, is Dom Kinnear. He's a previous major league soccer coach. So the players, uh, you know, reportedly, you know, re- really like him. And so we'll see if the players get up for this game. They have a basically a must win game. They're going at defending champs, uh, Toronto this Saturday. And so we'll see how they respond. Oh, Jeff's team. <laughs> yeah. Jeff's oh, Canadian team. How dare you. And so six games left. How we'll see you, if Vic. the galaxy can I salvage was on your side. <laughs> We'll see if they can salvage the playoffs at all. But right now, it's just not looking good. Yeah. You know, the LA Galaxy's Colton has decided to cut ties. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and my final thing that I want to just part on with, with Siggy is th- there's been some things that have coming out and things that he've said where he, he was not planning on having Zlatan join. And he's kind of blaming Zlatan. For wow. his lack of success, because money that he was supposed to spend to fix the defense was spent on Zlatan, and he couldn't fix the defense because they spent money on Zlatan. To which, I say, of- to which I say, Siggy, I'm sorry, you're wrong. If yeah. you are a good, you're taking yeah. one of the best top five players of the last 20 years. Other teams would drool to have him on your team, and you're saying, well, because we got this world class player. Hold on, you know, I Mike, couldn't. You're talking about Mike Trout. You're oh. seriously talking about Mike Trout. Oh, I thought you were going to say. Pools. Then that goes back to Sosha. <laughs> Sosha can't make it work. Well, you one find- player, listen, you need more than one player to build a team. Yeah, And, the, and you the, need the money alleg- to be able to allocate to certain positions. So I, if you're a coach that's getting fired because the front office didn't put the people in place that you needed to win your scheme, then I do think that there's an element of blame. Now, maybe it's not blaming Zlatan the player. It's blaming the management for not listening well, and to that's, what you needed. And I think that's ultimately... If you're going to go conspiracy theory, Victor Casella conspiracy, yeah. I think that's why he resigned and he wasn't fired. He said, you, you guys aren't going to give me what I want. I'm just going to step down and you guys see ya. You guys figure it out. You know what? That's non-millennial. I appreciate it. I'm going to go out <laughs> and get a t-shirt. A Siggy Smith t-shirt. <laughs> Sign him up. So the Does, LA Galaxy are Colton. Siggy Schmidt yeah. is a, Ben Garcia is a Siggy Schmidt fan. Galaxy are out of the playoffs. Hammer on the downswing. Oh. That has been your galaxy update. And back to Bachelor in Paradise. Just, just, <laughs> oh, oh, you're go. welcome, guys. At the, end the of, at the end of Becca's season, I was really excited that Tia was going to become the Bachelorette. Yeah. yeah. That's Don't review us right this here, week, yeah. people. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole Bachelor in Paradise, I lost a lot of respect for her, and I'm glad that she wasn't. <laughs> wow. For who? Hot take for, for Tia. Tia. A lot of people yeah, just was, lost a lot desperate. of respect for us. Yeah, she was very desperate. She was driving me nuts. I mean, sorry. Hey, the good news is Colton's going to be the next Bachelor, though, right? <laughs> yeah. So so if that says anything so for the, the galaxy, galaxy are looking I, I, for I, I, new I suitors. They're yeah. looking All for new suitors. Ah, gosh, what happened? The I galaxy out. are ready this to is... love again. Oh. I blacked out for a second. What happened? <laughs> Jeff, just embrace it. <sighs> it I, I hate it. I'm, I'm, right does it Let's at go. least get filmed in Los Angeles? I mean, do we have any I, kind of excuse I to be talking about this? It's in Salialuta, Nagariga, Mexico. It's not even in Los Angeles. Yeah. We're going to get yeah, a guest I who's been on The Bachelor or Bachelor in Paradise. That's my goal. <laughs> well, good good for you. <laughs> There's going to be Colton, you guys Colton be used to play football. We'll, we'll make you make it happen. He yeah. used to be an Oakland Raider. Oh, there you go. I'll done be, and done. I'll be sick That's that Oakland. week. <laughs> uh, we should finish this show on a high note. And I feel like that's a Darren Basa fantasy football update. Do you have anything or did Uh, you not? I kind of dropped the ball this week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he hit a a home run with the- I uh, I hit a home run last week. He scored Connor Connor last week. Yeah, you did. I used him in my FanDuel uh, team. And man, he killed it. I got him for dirt cheap. 
and he was amazing. So thank you for that. Yeah. As far as for this week, I just saw uh, going across the uh, TV, uh, tight end Greg Olson out. Looks like he has an ankle injury. If not, if you want to go ahead and pick up somebody on the waiver wires who's probably available, why not Jared Cook? Jared Cook, a former Ram, now a Raider. He had a great game last night. So Yeah, a lot of yards after the first contact, I'll tell you. Yeah. Yeah, he I think uh, I think yeah, tight ends. If you need a tight end, also Delaney Walker, mm-hmm. I think, is out also for the good season. Yeah. So the you season could get his yeah. backup. Look up whoever. And that if is. you need I a kicker, I mean, don't oh, pick. Who else is there? I can guys. I can probably already taken, but you could trade whatever your best player is for Greg Zerline. <laughs> and if don't he doesn't kick from second base, he's good. That's right. And a big uh, congrats to you, Mr. Besa, for uh, beating me in our fan- fantasy football league. Well, Sin, your quarterback had, had how many points? I was one click away from picking up doesn't, Andy Dalton. Doesn't matter. You off didn't of do it. the off of the. Uh, and you guys are making fun of Bachelor in Paradise. We want to hear about your clicks on your fantasy football. This is team. way more. This is <laughs> oh, at least sports on. related. Marcus Mariota. There, thank Got you. Two, there points. We go. two points for Jerry Wilson. Go. Oh, my gosh. That must have hurt. Hey, Jared That must have hurt. Offer me. Yeah. It did hurt. We are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. We're also on Facebook. You can find our website at guysinshorts.com. Leave a voicemail for us, 562-450-3356. And as always, please share the show with all your friends. Review us on Apple Podcasts. Maybe not this week based off of the horrific Bachelor in Paradise talk. <laughs> but normally you could. If you want to leave a five-star review, please do so. And uh, share the show. I think that's it for Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. I'm Jeff Wilson. Good night, everybody. Woo! Woo!